Leroy Davis, a local musician, was raised in the West End and still lives in the West End now. I'm from a family of 12 and all of us grew up in the West End. Hear his story in our first installment of the West End Stories Project. With the pandemic and all, Nathaniel Leroy Davis is the only customer who's reached out on his own about the West End Stories Project, so we knew he had stories to tell. Yeah, well, you let him know, see, the old guy, he's still there. He was born there, and he's still there, and he done been in the military. He finished 12 years uh, at uh, TAF, and he did uh, three years at UC. He did one year at Mount St. Joe and a semester at St. Xavier, and he did all kinds of work. He drove big trucks up and down the highway. He did construction work, so you tell them they don't hit the gold mine. <laughs> like many African Americans at the start of the 20th century, Mr. Davis's parents met in the South and migrated north to Cincinnati. My mother was from Florida, and my daddy met her uh, hobo and trained uh, from Georgia to Florida looking for work. And I say she was raised in the city, and he was rural. And he saw her skating on some skates, and she's a very attractive woman. And I believe in my heart, he asked people uh, what church she went to. I, I don't think it was coincident that uh, he happened to be, he went to the church that she was in. So he saw her, and I say, he, he asked somebody, we men to do that. Say, what church did she go to? And, they, and so it wasn't no coincidence on her, his part, but she thought it was. And, and they got together, and they got married, and they came to Cincinnati. His brother, Alan Davis, was a boxer and a leader in the West End Community Council. And one of his sisters, Deborah Andrews, was the first female and black tax auditor at City Hall. The black, white guys, in the beginning, they gave her a hard way to go. But see, if you women stand your ground, stand firm, as they say in the military, you stand firm, in the end, they come to lock her. Because she wouldn't, she, in other words, most men think women are soft and tender and they, they can't stand up under pressure. Well, they kept going after my sister and when they saw she wouldn't leave and she was a Christian and she just paid no nonsense, in the end, they came to like her. But she wound up being, uh, Cincinnati, Ohio, first black tax auditor in the city hall area. And the 300, and I think Cincinnati been the city, they say 310 years. Although Mr. Davis spent most of his childhood in the West End, he wasn't actually born in the neighborhood. Well, let me see. We moved there, uh, I think my mama said we moved there in uh, 40, 42. So I lived for one year what they call East End down by the river. And then they, we was brought up. I was brought. We was brought from what they call down by the river. Uh, we was brought up here in 1942, and I was born in 1941. And we was on uh, way near Dalton, a half, uh, half a block from Dalton. Well, where I live in a three-story house, eventually we would wind up buying it. It had a first floor, it had a second floor, and a third floor. Now, the first floor at the time was a church, a, a church uh, inside the house because they couldn't afford a building at the time. And so we lived in what they called the attic, and we had people on the second floor. 
which uh, somebody, uh, uh, a man and his wife and a girl that we was friends with, she lived in what you call the front part of the building. And in the back part of the building, we're talking about the second floor because the church had the first and the second. And then the third floor was an attic. But black men back in the 40s and 30s, since in the South they had to do a lot of work with tools, my daddy, them, they partitioned off a part of the attic and made it into a two-room in the front and still a, and a two-room in the back. They partitioned it off with saws and hammers. And we had what you call a coal stove, not a gas heater. Some people had a gas heater. But we had a coal stove, at least in the front room where we boys slept. Now, my daddy did have a little gas heater stove in the back room of the attic. But in the front, uh, we had a coal stove that burned wood and coal. He remembers Crosley Field, the original home on the Cincinnati Reds baseball team, being just a few blocks away from his home, and recalled several memories from Union Terminal. The human terminal is still there where I used to shine shoes and we kids used to jump in the water. People would throw money wishing for their, for their loved ones, uh, three coins in a fountain. I don't know if you ever heard that song, but anyway, we kids five years old would have on our short pants and we jump in the fountain and got <laughs> the pennies and the nookers and bought candy, uh, Tootsie Rolls and a candy called Kits and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We used to catch the train going south uh, from here in Cincinnati, where my people was from. Oh, yeah, well, it was a striving station when they first built it uh, right around World War II. And as a kid, well, we had an arcade, and we'd go in there and play the games and stuff. He attended Georgie Sands Elementary School, Lafayette Bloom Junior High School, and Taft High School. And it was at Bloom where he overcame a speech impediment. They struck me because I was tongue-tied. And kids used to laugh and beg the teacher, the boys and girls, to let me read. And they would roll on the floor. You know, but they gave me a speech teacher. And now the people say uh, they were sad and never gave me one because I'm talkative. Mr. Davis was pretty candid about his experiences in Cincinnati, noting that Cincinnati wasn't a stranger to racism. Even in my growing up, uh, we couldn't go swimming at uh we couldn't go to Coney Island, uh, mm-hmm. which you know uh, black people can go to. Was a lot of places in my age. I'm I'm seventy seventy nine, so in 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 my days, you couldn't go to a lot of uh, places uh, in Cincinnati. In fact, uh, Al Shardy Collie, which was a white news reporter. So Cincinnati Hart was on the other side of the river, which means Kentucky. But mm. Kentucky was racist uh, completely. But I was brought up from the South. We didn't even look white women in the face. My daddy never did, even when he died. He would not look a white woman. And he came up here to Cincinnati and worked all kind of jobs. He would never look a white woman in the face. Because down South, they whooped black men for that. Sometimes they hung them. I remember I was standing, we had Crosley Field, a baseball field, and I was standing, and I was about, oh, 14, and uh, there was a seat. And so this white girl, what she did, she spread her dress all over the seat so I couldn't sit on, sit down. 
And so I'm glad you women's, whether you're black or white, y'all got some spunk in. She told the white girl, you better move that skirt off and let him sit down. And the white girl did. She did. Yeah, she moved that skirt. She covered the whole seat. She didn't want me to sit by her. Now back in a West End after many decades, he's seeing some changes he's not so happy about. They got rid of a movie theater where we sometimes, the people in our neighborhood, we performed at this uh, movie theater. Because it was called The Safe. And uh, they uh, put in a stadium uh, that uh, dislocating the church that, Exist as a Jewish synagogue a hundred years before we black people moved into the West End area. And then we black people was in that church for a hundred years. And I got baptized there. I wasn't a member there because we had a storefront church. We didn't have a pool to baptize and that church did. And so they get rid of a church that's a landmark. It's a historic building. And I say they ought to use it as a relic uh, for the for the community but the soccer thank you for listening to this installment of the West End Stories Project we'll be back with more stories from the West End alright bye 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 bye